You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. by Quick Creek and Home Advisor. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now. We are smack dab in the middle of summer. And if you've got a project that you'd like to get done while the warm weather is here, give us a call. We'd love to talk about it, whatever's going on in your house. You can slide that item from your to-do list to ours by picking up the phone and calling us at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Got a great show planned for you. Because we are in the middle of summer, we're going to talk about staying cool. It's a priority right now. And whether your home has a a total central AC system or just a window fan, we're going to tell you what to look out for to help you stay cool without spending a fortune. There's some tricks and tips and techniques that can really increase your comfort, and we'll share those in just a bit. Plus, we don't think a lot about windows in the summer, but one type of window can actually help keep out the sun's damaging UV rays, as well as all that extra heat. We're going to share that tip just ahead. And just ahead, when you think of accessible design, do you envision hospital stainless steel grab bars and industrial-looking fixtures? Well, it doesn't have to be that way. We're going to have some tips to make your home more comfortable, accessible, and stylish all at the same time. But first, we want to talk to you. That's right. Give us a call. Let us know what you are working on. We are still early in the summer season, so that gives you quite a bit of time to tackle some projects around your money pit so you can get the most of this warm weather and really try to relax before you know it. Kids are going back to school. It's fall. Opens up a whole other round of chores. So let's enjoy the summertime and let us know how we can help you. The number is one eight 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 money pit 888-666-3974. Let's get to it. Leslie, who's first? Jenny in North Dakota, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Hi, I'm calling to see how we can permanently remove some lilac bushes. You're not a fan of lilacs, I wow. guess, huh? Well, it's not the idea of not being a fan. It's just that they were planted too close to the house. So why don't you transplant them? Is that possible? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, Jenny, if I could tell you the countless times as a child that my mom would, and even to this day, my mom, if seeing a beautiful blooming lilac bush or tree in the cover of night would make one of myself or my sisters or herself hop out of a car and pick other people's flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, tell me where you live. I'll take it. Give it to my mom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the aroma. I love the, love the trees. They're just right in and they're obscuring the sunlight that's coming through the picture window. And, and that's why they're doing so well, because they love the sunlight. But you can mm-hmm. absolutely transplant them. You just need to dig, you know, a, a diameter around the root ball and then dig under and just scoop it up and stick it somewhere else. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I guess that would help. <laughs> Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. John in Michigan's on the line right now with the Money Pit and has got a question about deck staining. What's going on? I've got a stain, and I've used a couple different stains uh, at different houses we've lived at. But anyways, the almost all the stains say six or seven years they're good for, but the flats, meaning the decking and the handrails, uh, seem to lose uh, all resiliency to water, and they fade out in just a couple years while the spindles and everything that's vertical do last six or seven years. Right. But I was wondering if I'm doing something wrong here or wrong stain or let me ask you about the stain that you're choosing. So stain comes in, in different sort of densities. It's available in transparent, semi-transparent, and solid color. Do you know which one you've been applying? Getting a semi-transparent. Okay. That's probably the most common, but it's not the one that I would have selected. I would have selected solid color. Some people are afraid of solid color stain because they think that it's like putting paint on the deck. It's really not. You do see the grain through that solid color stain, but it has a lot more pigment in it and therefore lasts a lot longer than semi-transparent. So one thing that I would suggest you do is the next time you're going to stain, use a very good quality stain, make sure the surface is properly prepped in accordance with the manufacturer's instructions, and then apply a solid color stain. And I think you'll see a deck that's going to last a lot longer and wear better at the same time. Okay, and so if I use the same brand, it should be okay to go over the existing semi-transparent with the You don't the even new- have to stay with the same brand. You know, you can use a different brand as long as you properly prepare the deck before you make that application. So if there's any loose stain or loose fibers of the wood, you may have to do some sanding and some scrubbing. If you do pressure washing, that's okay, but make sure the deck is really, really dry. Don't like pressure wash it and then stain. So pressure wash it and wait a couple of days in the hot sun for it to really dry out before you apply the stain. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Good luck with that project, John. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Marion Maryland's on the line with wood-eating bees. Ah! <laughs> Mary, welcome to the Money Pit. How can we help you? My porch is being attacked by wood bees, and it has been under this attack for actually a couple of years now. Right. And um, there's sawdust on the floor, and there's holes in the ceiling. And I would like to know if there's some way that I could get rid of them without actually killing them. Have you tried to ask nicely? I have. I really have. In fact, I even took some mosquito spray out and thought maybe if I just sprayed around the holes, they wouldn't like that and would go away. But Yeah, well, unfortunately, the answer is no. Um, what you're talking about is carpenter bees. And once they find a place that they like, they will come back there over and over and over again because it's very tasty. So um, your options are to um, have them sprayed with uh, an insecticide. They use a powdery insecticide that they spray into the holes that will permanently discourage them from coming back because it will it will kill them. But there's there's nests in there, and that's what uh, that's why they're going in. They're drilling those holes to go in and lay eggs. So they're going to keep coming back. The other thing to think about doing is if you want to do some construction work is you can change the wood areas of the that they're eating to a composite material like Azac. I did that on, on a garage that we have on our uh, property. It looks like wood. It looks like sort of that white pine trim that we see around, but it's a composite. It's made out of CPC, the same kind of uh, plastic that plumbing pipes is made out of but it's got air cells in it, so it really cuts and looks like wood. You can even paint it. And once I did that, it was funny. The carpenter bees kept coming back to it because they thought it was wood too. But I can imagine they're thinking, it looks like wood, doesn't taste like wood. And uh, once they figured out that it wasn't wood, they never came back again. 
Oh, wow. Well, that's a good thing. All right. So check it out online. It's Azek, A-Z-E-K dot com. And thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor, where it's easy to find top-rated local home improvement pros for any project. Go to HomeAdvisor.com. And just ahead, one type of window can actually help keep out the sun's damaging UV rays, as well as all that heat. We'll share that tip after this. You live in a Money Pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by Rumblestone. Create a paper patio or walkway, garden retaining wall, grill enclosure, fire pit, or even an outdoor kitchen with Rumblestone from Pavestone. For project ideas and how-to videos, visit pavestone.com. Where home solutions live, welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And hey, we are here for you. So what are you working on? Give us a call with your home improvement project, your decor dilemma, inside or out. Looking for a way to enjoy that outdoor space while the weather is so pleasant around the country? Give us a call at 888-666-3974. Presented by Home Advisor, the fast and easy way to find the best home service pros in your area. You can read reviews and book appointments online all for free at HomeAdvisor.com. Which in Texas is on the line right now with the money pit and has a question about bathroom venting. What's going on? I listen to you guys every week and... You solve a lot of my problems that I had with my money pit just listening. But <laughs> well, we're glad we could help you out. What's going on with this bathroom? I'm getting ready to put the home on the market, and I had a home inspector come out, and he noted that the bathroom off the kitchen vents directly into the attic. Okay. So, are we talking about the the uh, plumbing vent pipe, or are we talking about the uh, the bathroom fan? The bathroom fan. Okay. And he said that that uh, needed to go directly to the outside. Yep. Okay. If I were able to run uh, some flex pipe like you would put on a dryer and vent it out directly to the wind turbine, or do I need to have someone come out and cut a hole in the roof and vent it that 
way. So first of all, that wind turbine uh, that you're describing is not a very good attic vent. They're famously ineffective. They look great because they spin, they make noise, but they don't really do a great job venting the attic. So I certainly wouldn't just position a dry, an exhaust duct near that. The best way to vent this would be to go to the nearest exterior wall. So if this is like a traditional gable roof, you can use that triangle-shaped sort of end wall of the of the roof structure and then have it uh, vented out right through the siding. There is a, a piece of venting material that's designed to go in the wall and not be and not leak. There's also a vent that's designed for a roof. So you can either have one put in the roof or have one put in the sidewall. Uh, and that's really the best way to do that. The other thing that you can possibly do, and some people do this, although I'm not a big fan of it, if you happen to have large soffit vents, you could take that duct and run it over towards the soffit, just sort of point it down towards the vent. But the problem is that if you get a lot of moisture and humidity, especially in the winter, you're going to get a lot of condensation on the wood right above it, and that can cause rot. So the best option is to take it right out through the sidewall or through the roof. But as to the idea of just sort of leaving it dangling near that uh, turbine vent, I don't think that's going to work very well. Okay. Uh, I looked at my local home improvement store, and they had some of the flex venting units, but it said that they were not made to run more than like 30 feet maximum. Well, how many feet do you have to go? I mean, that's that's pretty far. Well, uh, unfortunately, to take it to the end gable on the roof where, you know, how the they traditionally at each end of the, the roof, there's... A vent. Yeah, there's a vent. Right. That's about... 40 feet away. Both ways? So your house is 80 feet long? It's off the kitchen, so it's about 40 feet from... Well, look, then I don't think that's a good option. I think you should go up through the roof. All right. Have a roof vent put in to exhaust the dryer duct. They make them. It's a certain configuration of vent. And then what I would use is metal flex duct, or you could use solid duct, too. You know, you don't have to use flex duct. Um, And I guess if you did want to go out to that gable, you could use solid duct, too. Now, you can buy that. It actually is sold flat in sections that are about uh, six feet long, and then it rolls and locks together and becomes a round duct, and you can connect those several of those together and have a long, straight run of metal duct. Okay, so that would vent the bathroom correctly then. Okay, super. That's the worst thing your home inspector found. By the way, good idea having that house inspected before you put it on the market because this way you know what you have to deal with before buyers involved. So good idea doing that. And if, if this is the worst problem they found, I think your house is in pretty good shape. Well, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Thank you both so much. Well, did you know that roughly 40% of the unwanted heat that builds up in your home comes in through your windows? It does. And when it comes to buying new windows, what you see is not necessarily what you get. Yeah. And since most energy efficient features can't be seen, it's important to know what you have to be asking for. So for starters, be sure to ask for double pane windows with low E glass. Now that E stands for emissivity, and that's what stands between you and lots of heat producing UV radiation driving all those cooling bills sky high. Now, the other type of window that can help cut summer cooling costs is also one that we don't think of in the summer, and that's a storm window. Now, think about this. The same air that leaks in during the cold winter months and leaves you feeling very chilly and drafty 
also leaks in during the summer months. But even though you're not feeling it, it's driving up those cooling costs. It's costing you more to cool your house because you're letting in all that hot air from the outside. So if you've got central AC, or even if you've got some rooms where you're running window units, close those storm windows. Keep them closed all summer long. It'll make a big difference on how much you pay for your cooling costs. Naomi in Pennsylvania, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? What I have is my backyard. Over the past several years, we've taken down a couple of major trees. They've died. And now whenever it rains, pretty much I have standing water for a long period of time, and it's really nasty. So I've been looking online for ideas. I've gone to garden centers looking for plants that do well in standing water, and In the Northeast, we don't have a long growing season, so a lot of the plants that I'm looking up don't seem to be doing well. So other ideas my husband and I have kicked around are putting a floating deck I see that you can build out (laughs) there. Floating deck? That's called a raft. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think think you have to... I don't think you have to become Tom Sawyer here, Naomi, okay, and and build a raft to float down the river. My husband's idea was to put stone all over. How about this idea? How about if we drain the backyard of water? You like that idea? Well, how do you go about doing that? We're not sure. So first of all, it sounds like the backyard is sloped in such a way that the water runs into it, but doesn't run out of it. Is that fair to say? That's pretty, yes, pretty fair to say. My neighbor's yard is slightly higher. And then is an area below your house that's slightly lower than the backyard? After we bought the house, we found out it was built on a swamp. So Everybody has drainage problems. I'm pretty sure that you're not looking at the water table there. You're looking at some water that's staying around. So here's the solution. It's called a curtain drain. And what a curtain drain is, is a trench that you construct from the part where the water is ponding to somewhere lower than that in the elevation. Now, the curtain drain is a trench that's about 12 inches wide and 12 inches deep. You put in a couple of inches of stone, then you put in a perforated PVC pipe. And then you put more stone and some filter cloth and you cover it with soil so it's completely invisible when it's done. But here's what happens. As the water runs down to that area where it's ponding now, it falls into the trench, it comes up into the pipe, and then it runs down through the pipe and discharges at a lower area of your property. So you're essentially collecting the water, shooting it around the house, and then discharging it somewhere uh, at a lower elevation. Does this require a backhoe, or is this something that we can do with shovel? And no, you can do it. You can do it with a shovel, and you don't need much pitch either. You need about a quarter inch of foot per foot on on the pipe. So just as long as you get a nice clean trench de- dug, you get the stone in there, you get the perforated pipe in there. Uh, it'll work very well, and it'll drain that yard whenever it fills up. And I look for the wettest part of the yard to start it in, and then I go to a. You said a quarter of an inch per foot? Foot, yeah. And you want to bring it down to uh, someplace lower on the yard where you can discharge it. And the best thing to do is to discharge it to daylight. In other words, have the pipe actually pop out somewhere so the water can run out. Okay, great. Terrific. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Naomi. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Harold in Illinois needs some help with drywall repair. What can we do for you? What I really want to know is I hear different stories about fiber mesh and paper you know, for drywall. And uh, my experience has been maybe fiber mesh isn't for corners and butt joints and things of that nature. Maybe that's just for paper, but which one's stronger? Now, uh, Harold, I'm going to say this in a way that I hope doesn't offend anybody, but I feel like (laughs) both are really great for a seeming application or repair in drywall. 
it depends on the skill level of the person doing the seaming, repairing application of either the paper or the fiberglass. Both are going to do a great job. It's just that with paper tape, there's a little bit more finesse as to how it needs to be applied, how it needs to be sanded, reapplied, feathered out um, to make sure that that tape really stands up and does a good job. With the fiberglass, you know, that mesh tape, the it sort of has, you know, the openings in the mesh itself allow for, you know, the compound to get in and behind it and really stick around. You still have to do sanding and layers and, you know, have some finesse there as well. But, you know, it almost requires an, an artisan to do the paperwork. That's why I think when it comes to an average do-it-yourselfer, we tend to lead towards the mesh. Ooh, okay, that works. All right. Thanks so much for calling the Money Pit. Give us a call with your home repair, your home improvement question, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right here at 888-MONEY-PIT. Coming up, don't wait for the hottest summer day to find out you've got a problem with your air conditioning. We're going to tell you how to keep it up and running all summer long when the Money Pit continues. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. You'll never have to worry about overpaying for a job. Just use their true cost guide to see what others paid for similar projects. Then get matched to top-rated pros, free reviews, get quotes, and book appointments. All for free at HomeAdvisor.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone. Give us a call right now with your home improvement question at one eight 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 Money Pit. presented by HomeAdvisor. You can get instantly matched with top-rated pros for any home project and book appointments online all for free. 
Joe in Illinois, you've got the money pit. What can we do for you today? I have a concrete driveway about 16 feet wide and just a feet long from the garage floor to the street. So my question is uh, about getting a covering for this. I heard Tom Ray talking about uh, an application to cover it, but uh, first I'll ask, does that come in colors or is it just all black asphalt? Okay, so you want to restore your asphalt driveway or your concrete driveway? Concrete. Okay, so concrete driveway. So, yeah, there is a product called Recap that's available from QuickCrete that would work very well for that situation. Uh, I don't believe it comes in colors, but I think you could probably dye it. There are different dye products that you can mix with uh, concrete to have it uh, be different colors. But it comes in gray. And uh, you prep the uh, old driveway by pressure washing it, getting rid of any of the old, uh, you know, chips or cracks that are in there. And then you basically trowel this. Well, you put it on with a, a long squeegee, and it goes on very easily. Uh, it was pretty easy to work, and it leaves it very attractive. And the nice thing about the recap product is it has very good adhesion. So it'll stick to that old concrete. You know, a lot of times folks will put mortar on over old concrete, and it just freezes and and just sort of chips right off. But this recap product by QuickCrete is designed to go on and really stay on. It's an incredibly strong and very smartly designed product, and I think it will leave your driveway looking pretty amazing. Now, the different types of finishes you put on that are totally up to you. As I said, you may be able to dye it to have a different color, but if you just use a broom to uh, finish it, you will find that you'll have a little texture in there too, and that helps prevent slipping in the colder weather. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, it never fails. If your air conditioning is going to go on the fritz, it's going to happen on the hottest day of the year. Definitely. So what causes the most common air conditioning unit failures and how do you figure out exactly what's happening? Well, here are a few possible scenarios. First one is plain old refrigerant leaks. Now, the refrigerant that's in your AC system, it's got to be properly charged. If it's not, it's not going to cool properly. It couldn't cool not at all, or it could have to run longer and longer and longer to do the same job. So this is a repair that would have to be made by a trained technician. If it's leaking, it can be fixed, or if it's simply low in refrigerant, that can be added. Now, another cause is if you don't properly maintain the air conditioning system, and that's supposed to be done annually, and sometimes more, depending on what type of system you've got. Filters need to be changed. It's really specific to your system, but once a year, you've got to service that air conditioning system. Now, if you allow the filters and those air conditioning coils to become dirty, that air conditioning unit is not going to work properly, and then the compressor or the fans are likely to fail prematurely. So you've got to take care of things because one thing is going to trigger another thing until the entire system fails. If your AC hasn't been serviced, you are at an increased chance of having a breakdown occur, and that's going to happen at the least convenient time, you know, like mid-August. Definitely. Now let's talk about window units. So they can fail a number of different ways, one of which is the sensor. Uh, the thermostat for a window unit is located behind the control panel, and that's going to measure the temperature of air coming into the evaporative coil. If it's knocked out of position, the AC could cycle constantly or behave erratically. So that sensor should be near the coil, but not touching it. Adjust the position by carefully bending that wire that holds it in place. Yeah, and while we're on window units, let's talk about their drainage issues that they tend to have. If 
it's humid outside, you've got to check the condensate drain to make sure it isn't clogged and that the AC unit's draining properly. Those room air conditioners might not drain properly if they're not mounted level. So you do need to check that out because all of these systems have to work hand in hand to make sure that they function. Yeah, and if that water sits inside the unit instead of draining out, it's going to rust out the bottom and give it a very short life. So definitely something to check out. Hope these tips will help you stay cool this summer while saving some bucks at the same time. Give us a call right now if you've got a question about your home and your home improvement projects. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. Pam and Marilyn, you've got the Money Pit. How can we help you today? Off of my master bedroom, it has a small deck out there. Um, apparently, the seal has broken. It's two pieces of glass that had some sort of, I don't know, some sort of thing inside of it, and it's now looking really milky. Um, I'm wondering if I can replace it by getting another glass door or can I replace the glass alone? Okay, so what's happening is you have insulated glass and that seal between the panes of glass is called swiggle. And when the swiggle fails, then moisture gets in there between the panes of glass and then you get condensation, which is that white, milky, yucky appearance of the glass. Now, it impacts the energy efficiency, you know, in some way. Um, but other than that, it's pretty much just cosmetic. And I say that because it's not an easy fix. You have to replace the sliding glass door or replace the glass. And it's probably less expensive to simply replace the door itself. You get a good quality Pella or Anderson sliding glass door there. And you're not going to have to worry about glass that fails for a very, very, very long time. And I think that that is probably the best way to attack that problem. Either live with it and accept the fact that it's going to be yucky looking or replace it with a new good quality slider. Okay. Sounds good. Well, thank you for your help. You're welcome. Good luck with that project, Pam. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Just ahead, when you think of accessible design, are you envisioning hospital-like stainless steel grab bars, maybe industrial-looking fixtures? Well, that just doesn't have to be. We've got some tips to make your home more comfortable, accessible, and stylish. Next. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Whether it's minor repairs or major remodels, leave it to HomeAdvisor to do the work. Check out HomeAdvisor.com. Where home solutions live, welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone, give us a call right now with your home improvement question at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. And the Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Never worry about overpaying for a job. Just use HomeAdvisor's true cost guide to see what others paid for a similar project. That's all online and free at HomeAdvisor.com. All right, next up, we've got Sandy calling from Ohio, who's working on a painting project. How can we help you today? Yeah, I was looking for a product that um, you can take the varnish off your old kitchen cabinets um, without having to um, sand them. I was told there might be some new products out. Well, there's actually a product that's been around since 1936 that works, and that's called Rock Miracle. So not exactly new, but but does a great job. They've got a couple of different versions of it, but it's designed specifically to take off varnish. There is a a liquid uh, no-wash remover that basically removes paint, finishes, and varnish that you can use. You can check out their website at rockmiracle.com. 
com, but if you want to avoid uh, you know most of the sanding, that's a good place to go. And they have some environmentally friendly uh, versions of the product too. Okay, sounds good. All right, thank you very much. You're very welcome, Sandy. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Well, let's talk about universal design, also known as accessible design. It's the idea of building a home that's easy to use no matter what your age or physical condition. But while a lot of these elements used to be thought of as something you'd see perhaps in a hospital, they've now come full circle and they're available in the most stylish of designs. Yeah, you know, universal design features just make good sense all around. And once you bring them into your home, you're going to find that they can be super attractive and really start wondering how you ever lived without them. Now, there's a couple of things that you should be looking at that can perform double duty that you can still look at something that's stylish. Now, I'm talking about grab bars that look like a stylish towel bar. If you're not in the need of a grab bar just yet, maybe you hang a washcloth over it. But you can pick ones that are in finishes that match the rest of the fixtures the house that have turn details on them that also match the faucet, the towel bars, the robe hooks, all of the things that you want to create, you know, a designed suite in your bathroom space. So look for those. Now, a simple switch, and I say switch, and I mean switch, I'm talking about for light switches. Now, instead of a toggle switch that you have to, you know, reach accurately with your hand and be sort of focused on, you can get a rocker switch that you can tap with an elbow or do something while you've got your hands full. So it serves a purpose now, but it also comes in handy when things might be a little bit more challenging. Now, level door handles instead of round also helps for faucets. That just makes it so much easier to turn things on and off. And comfort height toilets instead of handicapped because it's easier to sit on, get off of. All of these changes, if you bring them into your home now, you'll be more comfortable, you'll make stylish choices. They're smart choices that you can grow with and use as you age. Good point. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. Call us right now with your how-to question at one eight 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 Money Pit. All right, now we've got Annette in North Carolina on the line who's working on a boathouse project. Tell us about it. The uh, deck on top of the boathouse, flat roof, has a bladder. I have removed the carpet that was originally on there ten years. Want to know what I can put back on there on the bladder? That will do better than carpet. And this is on the roof, so it's exposed to the elements. It is a flat roof. Now, a carpet, you know, exterior carpet is probably not the best choice just because it does tend to wear and tear quite, you know, quite quickly, even though you've got 10 years out of it. You know, it's probably not the best choice. Now, Tom, would you consider a composite decking material or can that not really sit directly on top of that bladder to get that water away? Well, actually, what I was thinking was to create a deck-like surface on top like of that platform. bladder. Right, a platform uh, where the deck, you really wouldn't have like the traditional floor joists or even two-by-fours. You might have a, say, two-by-six on the flat that lays flat on top of that deck, and then the deck boards sort of lay on top of that and six, with 16 inches on center. So it's kind of like just making the top surface of the deck as the wear and tear surface on top of that bladder. Is there a, some sort of a railing system here as well yes, in it? it's all railed. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then I would just create a composite deck that lays flat on top of that. Now, you can't just lay the composite decking boards on the bladder. You'll need some way to, to keep them together. That's why I said that what I might do is take a pressure-treated 2x6, lay it on the flat, and use that sort of in essence as if it was a floor joist that you were attaching these decking boards to, and then lay the decking down on top of that. Now, there's also interlocking 
wood, and I think uh, it's made out of teak. Mm-hmm. I've used actually teak tiles like that. Yeah, there's teak tiles that interlock, right? That I know that I've seen them. People can put them down on top of patios. I suppose you could probably also put that down on top of the roof as long as it wasn't too soft. So any type of a wood decking surface like that would be a good choice. And those are interesting, the teak tiles that snap together. Um, do you have like a Christmas tree store near you? You know those stores. It's not really a holiday store. It's like uh, no, Lowe's is the closest. I'm uh, I'm 18 miles from any town. I'm way out in the, the woods. <laughs> okay, because there's several different companies actually that sell them online. Locally, for me, I found them at one of those like discount home decorating stores. But they're 12 by 12 teak tiles that almost look like a parquet tile like a a floor tile and they're set on a plastic base and they snap together and you can also get like an edging tile to sort of complete the border and that could sit directly on top of the bladder because it's got the little plastic base that you know creates that platform you know a good website to take a look at is swift deck swiftdeck.com is a company that uh, sells patio deck tiles they have ipe tiles it looks like they also have a composite Version. So a couple of options there. Great photos. You can see exactly what this looks like at SwiftDeck.com. Beautiful. Thank you for your help. All right. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Call in your home repair, your home improvement question right here, 24 hours a day, seven days a week to 1-888-MONEY-PIT. We've got solutions plus answers to more of these posts from the Money Pit's community page after this. You live in a Money Pit. Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. You'll never have to worry about overpaying for a job. Just use their true cost guide to see what others paid for similar projects. Then get matched to top-rated pros, read reviews, get quotes, and book appointments. All for free at HomeAdvisor.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hey, what are you working on this beautiful day? If it's your house, you're in exactly the right place because we are too. And we're going to help you with your projects as well. Give us a call right now at one eight 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 money pit or post your question on the Money Pit's website at moneypit.com. Carol in Nevada did just that. She's working on a deck. That's right. Carol writes, I want to paint my wooden deck white. Can I just use any old exterior paint or is there a special kind that withstands the elements better? My deck takes a beating. That's an unusual color for a deck because with all the foot traffic on it, it's going to get pretty dirty. Now, oh, it's going to be so dirty. I've seen porches painted white. And of course, you know, if you use a, a paint that's got a gloss finish or a hard shell finish, uh, you can clean it. But I, I'm telling you, I don't really like the idea of this being white because I just think it's going to be a real pain in the neck. Plus, you know, once you paint, you got to repaint. What you might want to do is think about staining. Perhaps you could find a lighter color stain for that deck because the stain, the way paint and stain wear are different. See, paint just kind of like wears off and flakes out and gets all kind of like like bubbly and just becomes a mess, water gets under it. Stain just kind of fades away, and then you put more stain on as the years go by. So I think stain would probably be a much better option, exterior stain for that deck, than paint. All right, next up we've got a poster from Jan who writes, I just discovered that the radon vent in my two-year-old home ends in the attic above our bedrooms. It's not vented to the outdoors. Is this okay? Well... I'll tell you what I think you're seeing. In certain parts of the country, and you didn't mention where you're from, in certain parts of the country, installing a radon vent from the basement all the way up 
to the attic when the home is constructed is required by building code. Now, it's not required for that to be completed to the outside because it's there in case you have a radon problem. So if you've not tested for radon, the first thing I would do is test for it. And if it turns out that you do have a radon problem, then the work that you will have to do to complete that system, which would involve putting a fan in and having it properly vented outside, will be far, far less than what you might have had to have done had you not had that roughed in in the beginning. So I think you're seeing a part of the construction that's normal where the radon system, the rough is put in, and then if a radon problem is found, it's completed, and the vent system is in place and it works. So that's what I think you're looking at, and I think it's going to save you some money if you do have a radon problem. But definitely test right now so you know what you're dealing with. All right, let's head out to Toledo and take a question from Carol. Carol says, I like the look of wallpaper, but I'm concerned that it will make my home look dated. Is there a current and stylish way to use wallpaper without making my home look like it's stuck in the 80s? Great question, because, man, we've seen a lot of houses that are stuck in the 80s with wallpaper. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's just dependent on the texture or the pattern or the material, because for me, I love wallpaper, and I think it's a great way to make a space feel fresh, modern, add some color, add some interest. It's like a big art detail for your room that you then get to layer other textures and elements of art and decor on top of. So don't be afraid. Now, if you're afraid of what wallpaper does to the actual wall surface, there's several manufacturers out there that make a temporary paper. One of them that I've worked with before is Temp paper and it's a repositionable vinyl basically sticker for your wall that you just sort of smooth on with a squeegee. I've got a bunch of tricks with like a paint roller that makes it nice and smooth and easy to install and also comes down super easy. So don't be afraid. Try it out. If you love the look of wallpaper, you can commit down the road. It's awesome. Making good homes better. This is the Money Bed Home Improvement Show. Thank you so much for spending this part of your summer day with us. We hope we've given you some great tips, some great ideas to tackle projects around your house. If you're inspired to take on a job and have a question, you can reach us 24-7 at 888-MONEYPIT or post your question to the community page at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. You live in a money pit.